Pop Health Podcast is a public service of 24-hour home care. So um, rather than having kind of a standard customer service model, we actually offer um, every member who joins Oscar gets their own concierge team. Okay. Um, and so that team is made up of uh, care guides who are kind of non-clinical um, experts on the plan, but also nurses and social workers. And so collectively, this team is there for that, you know, for each member to help them navigate the system, um, to answer their questions, you know, basic things like paying their bill. Welcome to another episode of Pop Health Podcast. This is Gavin Ward, co-host of Pop Health Podcast. In today's episode, I sat down in person right before the COVID-19 outbreak with the Associate Director of Population Health at Oscar Health, Maddie Hirsch. Maddie, who actually walks to work, shared a little bit about the growth of Oscar Health and how they actually have a concierge team so that when a member calls in, they actually get to talk with the same people over and over again. I don't know about you in the audience, but I know with my insurance plan, when I call in, I don't get to talk to the same person over and over again. So I was really impressed with that with Oscar. Oscar's also starting to get into the Medicare Advantage space, and Maddie will talk a little bit about that, as well as something she's really excited about, and it's Oscar's efforts on those with autoimmune disease. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Feel free to check out other episodes of Pop Health Podcast by visiting us at pophealthpodcast.com, or of course, finding us on iTunes, Spotify, or Stitcher. Thanks, everyone. Enjoy the show. Maddie, tell us something about you that might surprise the audience or even a coworker, maybe something unusual about your circumstances. Yeah, sure. So, so one thing that uh, I find kind of surprising, at least when I talk to people in LA, I moved out here in August and just so happened to move into an apartment where I can actually walk to work, uh, which I heard is quite unique no commute in LA and yeah outside of that uh, one other thing that's top of mind today I am really big into fitness classes I do a a kickboxing class every week in Playa Vista here and uh, tonight they're actually filming us so might be starting a side hustle as a a fitness video (laughs) okay awesome what are they filming it for just promotional for the for the gym and for the class but yeah that is, should be funny. That is awesome. Have you tried the CrossFit? Uh, no, fad? no. Okay. Are yeah. you familiar with it? I'm familiar. Yeah, haven't tried it yet. Okay, cool. So you mentioned uh, you're you can walk to work. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not from this area originally. Tell us where you grew up. Uh, maybe your and your college uh, experience as well. Sure. Yeah. So I moved around a bit growing up. I actually was born in Texas. I lived in Dallas till I was 12 and then spent the rest of my childhood in Minnesota, which were two very different places, yeah. climate and culture wise. But after that, went to school in Chicago at Northwestern. Um, and at the same time, my family actually moved out here to California. So hence the the California connection. Oh, interesting. Where is your family? They're in the Bay Area. So they're in Northern California. Okay. Um, yeah. Glad okay. to be a lot closer to them now. Yeah. As we're recording today, um, it's going to be about maybe 70s, mid 70s. We're recording late winter. Mm-hmm. Um, I bet you you don't miss those uh, those winters out there. Definitely not. I've been... I go back to New York for work. Um, I try to go every couple months, and this one I've been putting off, and I'll go in March, but was not <laughs> going to go in January or February. <laughs> nice, nice. You mentioned going back to New York. Tell us, uh, where where are Oscar's uh, offices located? 
Sure, yeah. So our headquarters is in New York City. Uh, We actually moved last spring to a new office in Tribeca. It's uh, really, really nice. Um, We obviously have the office we're here in, in LA. Uh, We have another office in Dallas. And then we actually have our operations hub, which is our kind of, I think, equally large, if not larger now than the New York office. Uh, That sits in Tempe, Arizona. Okay, awesome. So you went to school at Northwestern. Mm -hmm. Uh, Tell us about your college experience. Were you thinking, hey, I want to jump into healthcare? Tell us about that. Sure. Yeah. So uh, I went to Northwestern. I studied economics and finance, actually. And to be completely honest, did not have a clue about healthcare. Um, Sometimes I even think back to my healthcare use as a consumer in college. You know, I think at the time I was on my parents' health plan. They were out here in California and they were on a regional plan. So basically I was not covered, Um, which is, you know, in stark contrast to over the past years, I've obviously become a very savvy healthcare consumer uh, working in working in health insurance. So, um, yeah, so really, you know, was pretty open ended doing liberal arts, studying economics toward the end. Didn't, you know, didn't know what. I wanted to go into, so I ended up pursuing management consulting, mostly because I knew um, I'd get a chance to try out a few different industries, I'd work on projects, and I would say actually during that time is when I discovered uh, the complex world of healthcare that we work in and uh, really found I enjoyed uh, working on those problems. Okay, cool. So how in the world did you end up here at Oscar? Sure, yeah. So um, like I mentioned, during consulting, worked on a few different healthcare projects. And I think the one that stood out to me is the most uh, interesting was actually kind of a population health strategy project with a New York-based health system. And that got me thinking, you know, I really want to move closer to actual care, to actual members, patients, doctors. Um, I felt I was pretty far removed and it had more of an advisory role and and was ready for the next challenge. So I looked to Oscar as kind of a newer, more innovative company where, you know, culturally I thought it might be a fit as my next step and a place where I thought I could actually get closer to care and kind of really understand how um, health insurance works for people, for the the members on the other end. Um, And I, I would say that's definitely proven true. I've been here now for almost four years. Um, so I've really enjoyed that aspect of, of working here. Awesome. Cool. So Oscar, as I was setting up here, I never thought of where the name came from. Sure. And a uh, quick shout out to Jordan um, here at your organization who helped me yeah. get set up. And as we walked over to where we're recording, um, she mentioned how the different, I guess, area, like physical areas mm-hmm. of your offices here in the Los Angeles area are named with a movie connection. Mm-hmm, yep. Can you tell us about the name of Oscar and where that came from? Sure, yeah. Um, yeah, the Oscar connections, they're funny. Each uh, each office has a different theme for how they name their rooms. There are famous Oscars in New York. Um, yeah, Oscar movies here, which makes sense. Um, but yeah, maybe I'll back up to kind of the origin story with, uh, you know, six years ago, kind of obviously before my time here, but... The story goes, uh, Mario, our CEO, was he and his wife were having a baby. And so it was kind of a big, you know, engagement for them in the healthcare system. Um, And, you know, one of the one of the most intense engagements that I think he had had with the system. Um, And he, you know, he's 
very talented, smart guy and was, you know, struck by how challenging it was to navigate the system, um, even for him. Uh, And he was interested in it and uh, still found it really difficult. And um, I think that's kind of where the idea came about of starting an insurance company that's actually human, that helps people navigate that complexity. um, And that makes sense. Like, I think there was there's like a famous EOB, uh, like an explanation of benefits that I've seen floated around in various presentations at Oscar that I think was one of Mario's wife's visits. And it's just, I mean, you look at it from an outsider perspective and it's this very complex document with all of these different charges. You can't discern what, you know, what care was even provided, why it costs so much, why you're paying less than what it costs. And, And then at the bottom, these big bold letters that say, this is not a bill. And I've heard him say, Mario, um, you know, it looked like a bill, it felt like a bill, but this, what is it? It's not a bill. And so, yeah, like I said, that's kind of where the idea came out. And I think when Mario and our co-founders went to name the company, they there were a few different ideas tossed around, but they wanted to give it a human name because the idea is really to humanize healthcare and, you know, help people work through it as humans. Okay, cool. So that happened in the 2010s decade. Mm-hmm. We're actually going to get to here in a moment. You mentioned the human connection, mm-hmm. but there's actually big tech yeah. behind Oscar as well, and we'll get to that in a moment. So jumping back into the origin of the company, so mm-hmm. where did what state did Oscar start in? Yeah, so we started in New York, um, and then shortly after expanded to Texas and California, and those were those were kind of our, our big three markets for a while, at least when I started. And since, you know, have expanded quite rapidly actually this past year we went from 15 markets to 29 markets now that we're serving members uh in 2020 so it's grown quite rapidly and yeah i think we're proud as of this year to be able to provide the value that we that we think we generate for members to i think it's over 420,000 members this year in 2020 Okay, awesome. So you're serving 420,000 members uh, in 29 markets. Correct. Um, if I recall correctly, you guys are in 15 states, mm-hmm. but like Orange County, California would be one market. Mm-hmm. Correct? Sure. Yeah. Okay, cool. So health insurance, especially in you know LA, Orange County, I know you guys are up in the Bay Area as well. Mm-hmm. You mentioned New York, Texas. I know you're in Phoenix as well. These are pretty big metropolitan areas with yep. a lot of competition. I'm curious, can you share with us if I'm for the consumers out there or the healthcare professionals, which is most of our audience who are talking with patients about maybe health insurance mm-hmm. or hearing complaints about health insurance yep. and maybe encouraging them to seek other options. Mm-hmm. Um, what makes Oscar different? Yeah, I think for me, there are really kind of three categories of things that differentiate us. Um, you mentioned the first, uh, the first I would highlight as well is, is tech. So we are, we frame ourselves to our members and, and we are truly tech enabled. We've built a lot of our core infrastructure in-house. Our, our claim system is built in-house. We also engage with members through kind of a different tech enabled interfaces. Um, we have a very simple kind of web and mobile app design that kind of allows our members or it empowers them to really navigate the system on their own. So, you know, that's the kind of the one-stop simple shop where they can go 
find network doctors where they can see which medications are on formulary and how much they'll cost, where they can message in to uh, their concierge team, which I'll get to in a second. And, you know, where they can also request a visit, you know, kind of on the spot with with the physician, which I'll also get to. Okay. Um, so definitely the, you know, the biggest first thing I would say is tech enabled. And um, comparing to other, you know, other plans I've had, I think it really is a different experience from that from that side. And then the second piece that I think complements that nicely is more of the human element. So um, rather than having kind of a standard customer service model, we actually offer... Um, every member who joins Oscar gets their own concierge team. Okay. Um, and so that team is made up of uh, care guides who are kind of non-clinical um, experts on the plan, but also nurses and social workers. And so collectively, this team is there for that, you know, for each member to help them navigate the system, um, to answer their questions, you know, basic things like paying their bill and what this EOB is if it's not yeah. a bill, but even to more complex things uh, on the clinical side as well. So this is interesting to me. It sounds exciting. So does this mean they get the generally the same people that they're talking to, which I know when I call my health plan, mm-hmm. I dial an 800 number and get thrown to some random person? Yeah, yeah. So that's the idea. Um, so and it, it's it's both digital and over the phone. So when they log into their app, they see the pictures of their concierge team if they wanted to securely message in and, and communicate that way. They're doing that with their team and it's it's the same people. Um, and then the same thing if they prefer to communicate non-digitally and call in, um, which a lot of people do and, and people flex even between the two channels. Um, but the idea is, yes, they're getting their same same concierge team. So if they're working through, you know, some complex billing issue that's come up um, that requires a few different touch points, uh, no one likes that. But at least they have kind of continuity with the same same people who are up to speed on their case. That is really cool, Maddie. Um, I want to dig into that a little bit more. We're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we'll talk a little bit more about the concierge team, which I think probably all of our listeners are interested in Mm -hmm. hearing about. And also you mentioned the live physician. I want to touch on that as well. So we'll take a short break and we'll be right back. Pop Health Podcast is a public service of 24-hour home care. All right, folks, welcome back from the break. We talked before the break about this concierge team, and I mentioned that I have to dial the 800 number, and it's nearly impossible to talk to the same people. Um, One thing I found is... I literally will get someone on the phone and say, hey, can you transfer me to this person that I talked to last week about this issue? And they say, we can't do that. Mm. What? You can't talk to your colleagues? Oh, yeah, I don't have a number to them. Like, I get, I hear that all the time with these big mm. companies. That's frustrating. So, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So hearing this concierge team, you mentioned, yes, it's, the goal is the same people. Uh, you mentioned there's non-clinicians, there's mm-hmm. social workers, there's nurses. Is this concierge team all Oscar employees? Or it is okay. Yeah, and they um, the teams all sit together in the the hub that I mentioned in Tempe, Arizona. Um, okay, and the yeah when the energy there, I try to get there at least once every couple months, just to you know shadow and and hear these interactions directly and kind of see how the teams work together and it's it's really an incredible energy there um but they're all yes in-house work for oscar and sit uh together in in arizona 
That is fantastic. And when can your uh, your members or consumers uh, of Oscar reach them? What hours? Yeah, uh, so they are available 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. local time um, okay. for that member's market. Okay, yeah. awesome. So if you're in New York, it's still going to be 8 to 5 New York time. Mm-hmm. I really like that. It's not, yeah. it's not the convenience of Arizona's people. It's what's convenient to the member. Yes, definitely. Yeah. And it's the full the full eight to eight for any member in their market. Um, okay, eight to eight. Eight to eight. Yeah. Okay, awesome. Cool. Um, yeah, which is it makes for an interesting energy there as well, because some people are getting in uh, Arizona time quite early in the morning. And then some people who are covering more of the California and the Pacific time are staying on the later end. So it's it's interesting in that way too. Cool. For our Phoenix Tempe area listeners, um, and when you're there, Maddie, I highly recommend Cafe Zupas. Not sure if you've heard of that. Haven't. It's, no. I know you're into fitness. It's like a, no offense to Panera Bread lovers out there. I'm a Panera <laughs> Bread lover. It's like a step up from like healthy sandwiches, salads, soups. Nice. Um, they do all the vegan, you know, if you want that. Um, yeah. Cool spot. Highly recommend it. I'll have to try it. Cafe Zupas for the Oscar staff listening. Check it out if you haven't already. Really cool spot. All right. Free plug. <laughs> um, so there's some other things you wanted to touch on as well. Like um, you mentioned, you know, a lot of people think of, uh, you know, going on a tablet and talking to a physician. Um, what, what do you call that at Oscar or, or what type of service is similar to that? Yeah, yeah, I would say this is, um, you know, when people ask me what's what's different, why should I buy Oscar? This is the third thing I usually highlight is our our doctor on call feature. So um, we offer for the vast majority of our plans free telemedicine visits over the phone. um, So it doesn't require any kind of video software or, you know, doesn't require you to download anything like that prior to using it. It's pretty simple. You either simply go into the app or uh, can also call your concierge team and request a visit and we'll typically get usually you can put in a reason for the visit if it's something physical like a rash you can take a picture of it and send it in along with your uh, your request and then typically it's around a 20 minute wait um, and you'll get a call back from a doctor wow yeah so 20 minute response time to talk to a licensed physician physician Exactly. Yeah. Um, And the thing that I think is most unique about this is that um, we actually uh, employ doctors. They're Oscar Oscar physicians. Um, So there's a medical group, Oscar Medical Group, um, and they, uh, you know, kind of integrate with the entire system end to end. So it's not just kind of a one time uh, visit. They actually have, you know, more access to your information and and can support you um, from the Oscar side. Yeah, that is something that's different. Uh, most of you listeners know this, but uh, physicians typically are not employed by health plans um, or hospitals in, in a lot of areas too. So it's pretty cool that they're actually employees of Oscar, um, which I would guess leads to a little bit better service um, and accountability. Definitely, yeah. I think the you know the experience is more cohesive across um, you know using your Oscar insurance plan um, and then using this service to actually get care. Okay, cool. So jumping back really quickly to uh, the startup of Oscar uh, with Mario, your CEO, having his baby, going through that not so nice EOB process. Mm-hmm. So starting a health insurance company cannot come easily or cheaply. Um, who helped? financially uh, fund Oscar as it was getting up and running? 
Sure, yeah. So back in the early days, you know, when Oscar was first first founded, we, you know, we had a number of kind of early investors. Uh, one of our, our other co-founders, Josh Kushner, uh, is also a, a managing founder for Thrive Capital, um, okay. who was, you know, one of our early backers. And then over time, partnered with a few other places. Uh, the most notable, I would say, is the, the 2018 investment with, with Alphabet, Google's parent company. Okay, and what, uh, if you mind me asking, why would someone in 2018 be like, wow, I want to invest in this? Was, was there anything special happening with Oscar? Was it the growth? Yeah, I think, you know, I think the biggest differ- differentiator at that time, we were, you know, really establishing ourselves with some really strong growth targets. And, and I think we're showing promising results with converting our uh, consumer focus and our, our member engagement to value. Um, and I think that's a lot of what what they saw and saw value in at that time. Okay, cool. So right now in the states that you're in, Oscar is mostly a commercial insurer. I think most of our audience knows what that means. That's typically your, typically your private health plans that insure maybe adults and children from zero to 65. Mm-hmm. Um, however, Oscar is also now doing some Medicare Advantage work. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell us about that and tell us about your why the commercial, why the Medicare Advantage, maybe just briefly. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So like you mentioned, we, we primarily sell to individuals and families through individual plans. Uh, we also sell to small businesses, um, which we started a few years back. And then most recently this year, um, we're excited to uh, bring our product and, and drive value for members in the Medicare Advantage space. And I think, yeah, this really delivers on our goal of bringing more people the opportunity to have an insurer who's really their advocate, um, who's who's working for them. Um, and so we launched this year in just a couple markets um, and we're, you know, exploring the, the new kind of space and opportunities with, with that population uh, starting this year. And we're looking, you know, hopefully to expand over time as well. Okay. So... One thing you mentioned earlier in the show is app, the technology, which I think for folks uh, my age, uh, most of our audience, yeah, that works out great. Mm-hmm. But our audience uh, and I, we are our kind of day jobs is serving an older population. So I'm curious, is there anything that you're aware of that Oscar is doing differently for the Medicare Advantage population, knowing that they necessarily didn't grow up with tech and using apps and things like that? Sure. Yeah. So I think one thing that's what that I think is unique about Oscar is that, you know, you hear about the tech and and you see a lot of the tech enabled and I even mentioned the first thing is our tech focus. But um, there really is a focus on meeting our members where they are and engaging them regardless of the channel that they prefer to engage on. So uh, for the Medicare Advantage population, we're really doubling down on that concierge model and on that more high touch, you know, personal connection that we offer to our members. Um, and I think the team has a bit more uh, capacity and, and support to be able to help people get comfortable with the app or if they don't want to use the app, if that's not the way that they prefer to engage, um, spend more time engaging with them in the way that they prefer. And I think that's showing, you know, that's actually showing good results early on. A substantial portion, I think over 80% of our MA members already this year have engaged with their concierge team. Okay. Um, so 
luckily it, it you know it seems like the model of of meeting members where they are uh is working for that population and i'm curious to see how their digital engagement kind of ramps up or how that trends over time okay cool um, so um we'll see i guess medicare advantage is new to you guys so hopefully that go well for you social determinants so we're talking about the medicare advantage population here social determinants of health is a big buzzword uh, for you folks out there who are in transitions of care, population health. Um, it's definitely been a buzzword over, or buzz phrase over the last few years. What types of benefits or services is Oscar utilizing to help address social determinants of health? Sure. I, d- I definitely agree. It's, it's a buzzword. It seems to be uh, the topic of a lot of the different conferences that we're, you know, we're participating in. And, and I think Oscar recognizes that both understanding and addressing social determinants of health for our population are a huge and necessary component to um, delivering on our promise of more accessible, more more affordable care uh, for our members. So it has been a focus um, actually specifically for our team over the past uh, past year. I would say the most the most recent and kind of wide scale effort we've done is uh, in late Last year in 2019, we administered a pretty broad scale social determinants survey. Um, it was called Health at Home to a wide swath of our uh, digitally engaged membership um, and actually administered it on our, our in house survey platform to collect results. And so, delivered that to about 100,000 of our digitally engaged members last year. Um, we saw about a 45 that was about 45% of our total population at the time. Okay. Um, and we saw uh, nearly a 3% response rate from our membership. And so okay. that, I would say, is kind of our first foray into really the first part of understanding the needs of our population. You know, what we found is there, there are definitely needs of the respondents. A good portion of them indicated some sort of social need you know, with the, the greatest focus area being affordability of healthcare and ability to afford um, the healthcare that they needed. All right, Manny. So as we get close to wrapping up the show, uh, can you tell us a little bit about what's happening here in 2020, uh, particularly with your population health efforts? Sure. Yeah, we have um, a number of really exciting interventions and projects that we're working on this year um, and are really aiming to bring those to kind of to drive value for our members. So one of them that I'm uh, particularly particularly excited about and um, working on personally is a new partnership that we piloted in a small way in 2019, but are really bringing to scale this year for members suffering from autoimmune disease. And so we've partnered with um, an external company called Miami, um, who offers a, a kind of a lifestyle tracking and coaching program for members to you know help them identify triggers for symptoms that they may experience uh, with their autoimmune disease and eliminate those triggers from their diet, from their lifestyle. And we saw, like I mentioned, we did a small pilot last year and we saw really great member feedback. We actually had a number of members write in kind of praising the, the change that they saw in their own health uh, going forward. So really excited to bring that to a broader group of folks and, and one that will will have a positive impact, particularly in California. Awesome. As we wrap up, Maddie, where can folks learn more about Oscar and potentially see what benefits are available to them? Definitely. People can learn more um, directly on our website. It's just highoscar.com um, and can find info on all of our different plans across 
Medicare Advantage, individual, small group, uh, like I mentioned there. So Maddie, how can people uh, kind of follow what you're up to here at Oscar? Sure, yeah. You know, if people are interested in connecting, I'm, I'm more than happy to connect over LinkedIn. Um, it's just Madeline Hirsch. And yeah, happy to connect there. Okay, awesome. Well, folks, just a big thank you to Madeline Hirsch or Maddie Hirsch uh, for being our guest. Uh, Maddie is the Associate Director of Population Health here at Oscar. Uh, we are recording again right outside LA. Is there, are we officially in Playa Vista? Mm-hmm. Okay, Playa Vista. And uh, yeah, appreciate you being on the show, Maddie. And again, folks, if you want to learn more about Oscar, check out Hi Oscar. That's H-I-O-S-C-A-R.com. And uh, you can uh, learn more about Madeline and what she's up to by following her on LinkedIn. Thanks so much for joining us, Maddie. Thank you. Thanks. This is great. Awesome. Cool. And folks, if you enjoyed today's episode or want to learn about more episodes of Pop Health Podcast, check us out on iTunes, Spotify, or Stitcher. Of course, you can also find us on pophealthpodcast.com. And uh, if you'd like to leave a review on iTunes, we would be grateful. That keeps us at the top of the charts and is able to bring in guests like Maddie here at Oscar Health. Thanks, folks. Take care.